I don't know. I just get sick of Christians who are like little wimps and wusses and pussies. And uh, oh, it's just disgusting. When they're in the world, they're bold as, strong as, confident as, and they become a Christian. Oh, the devil's after me, Pastor. What are you? You've got an effeminate spirit, man. The Holy Spirit, he's a warrior God. You have a warrior spirit. Not an effeminate running away from the devil spirit. We have a different spirit that confronts darkness, confronts our giants and our fears. That's a man. <laughs> I'm coming to a close. Financial borders, and I already talked about that. So there are borders, and God is saying to you, I was going to call you House of Breakthrough, <laughs> but City Outreach is talking to you. Enlarge your borders. Yes, you have been within the boundaries of your borders, and they have been wonderful. There's authority there, and it's comfortable. <clears throat> Let the baby stay there. Let the new one stay there. Be nurtured there. But you, the kings of the earth, there was a day when kings walked the earth, and you are kings in the kingdom of God, and kings invade territory. Kings invade territory. Kings are willing to pay a sacrifice. There was a time when David was called to go to war, when kings go to war. But where was he? He was in the, he's in the palace. He stayed in the comfortable, familiar territory of the palace. And instead of using his authority and his power to go to war for the kingdom, he used it for himself. And you know, the rest is history. Got into trouble, got into adultery, and everything went downhill from then for his household. You're kings. It's time to go to war, not to sleep. I'm too tired. I'm too busy. I'm too this. Mm, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and he will add all these other things. And so I'm prophesying to you here tonight. I know I'm speaking to your spirit. I know I'm speaking to 99.9% .9 of you about enlarging your borders. Undertake something that is difficult. It will do you good. Unless you try to do something beyond what you have already mastered, you'll never grow. You want me to say it again? Undertake something that is difficult. Unless it will do you good. Unless you try to do something beyond what you have already mastered, you'll never grow. You will stay within the limitations of the borders. And God says, I have deeded territory to you that you do not know yet. Mm. Most people in Hastings live within the borders of their limitations because they've been conditioned to. It's a place they're familiar with. It's a place they're comfortable with. But you and I, we're called to be of a different spirit. Eh? We're meant to be a peculiar people. <clears throat> Lee and Yu, he was a leader of, the Singa of Singapore. Put the next one up, please, bro. There we go. After the Second World War, Singapore was bombed was a bombed-out nation, and people said to him, I guess it, you'll be a struggling little nation for the next 50 years. He said, don't tell me what can't be done. They had no natural minerals or wealth or even their own water supply. But he forged out a great wealthy nation. After that, they said, well, you'll have to accept that that's all you can do because you've gone beyond the borders of your land. You had a small land. He said, don't tell me what can't be done. He went to Malaysia and bought some mountains and blew them up. And he shipped them back to Singapore and extended Singapore by another third and he built skyscrapers and high-rise buildings on them. They came to him and said, well, Malaysia won't let you buy any more mountains, so I guess that's as much building as you can do. He said, don't tell me what can't be done. And they began to dig down, and today there are streets and shopping malls under Singapore. Today, Singapore is one of the wealthiest nations on the earth, and it's producing cutting-edge technology to the world. It's, number one in, it's the number one financial center, the number one um, industrial leader, and the number one oil refiner in Asia. All this because a man was not prepared to allow the borders of others' limitations stop him. 
He did not allow the restrictions of human reasoning or excuses to hold him back from doing what others said was impossible. And this is a man who's not born again, not filled with the Holy Spirit. So what the heck is your problem? <laughs> what is your problem? You who carry a different spirit that says, I can do all things through Christ Jesus. With God, nothing is impossible. What is our problem, church? This is the attitude that needs to be in the church all of the time. Bay City Outreach, as a church, you have a past in the past broken through spiritual borders. You've paid the sac a sacrifice that no other church in Hawke's Bay has ever paid before. And you've gone places and you've done things that no other church has done in Hawke's Bay before. Is that the time to go home? Light? <laughs> Drink up, go home. <clears throat> if you want to do something greater for God in this city that's ever been done before, obviously you're going to have to go to another place, aren't you? And this place will be too small for you. It's not time to move yet. You've got to move in here first. It's not time for a physical move yet. It's got to be a spiritual move. It's got to be a move within your heart, a kingdom move on the within. And when the kings move within, the kingdom will move without. <clears throat> and so if you want to see something done in the city, never done before, obviously you've got to start thinking like you've never thought before. Think crazy things. Thou vision that helps a breakthrough is over the next 20 years, we're going to bring spiritual, social, and economic reformation and transformation to 10,000 people on a generational. We have a systematic strategy to do this. We're not just dreaming pie in the sky. We have seven walkers. Our walkers are the ministries. We have our education, our health walker, our justice walker, our reconciliation walker, our housing walker, our prosperity business walker, and uh, our... I always forget, I can't get them all, but there's another walk. And, and these are the social areas of social and economic uh, dysfunction and oppression that cause social injustice and poverty on our people. And we've got to change basically the system. Because it's systems that rule over nations. Satan rules through systems, through religious and political and social systems. He rules over nations. Go to India, he's ruling through a religious system called Hinduism. You go to the communist nations, he's ruling through a political system called communism. <clears throat> he rules through systems that oppress mankind. And God has got a system, it's called the kingdom of God. And his system has two, pol uh, two policies, to love God with all your heart and love your neighbors yourself. And if the nations of the earth, the leaders of the earth would operate according to that system, there would be an end to global poverty within a year. There'd be no more hunger, there'd be no more war on the earth, but you know, that's impossible without the move of God on the hearts. I mean... You can't legislate the change of heart. Man can change your mind, but only God can change your heart. And so God's system is the kingdom of God. That's how they live in heaven. That's why there's no war in heaven. Their greatest policies are loving God and loving their neighbor. And God, Jesus said, pray thy kingdom come, my will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He says, live according to the system of heaven. If you can bring that system down onto the earth, you will bring heaven into the earth. That's a greater system. It's the kingdom of God that will never pass away. Uh, national and labor and communism and Hinduism and Islam will all pass away. Every kingdom will pass away, but not the kingdom of God. Not the kingdom of God. And I talk to Muslims and Hindus and communists and unbelievers about the kingdom of God, about the system of God. And they are so open. They say, yeah, that's the way we should live. I don't talk to them about churchianity. Although church is important, and I love the church. We build the house. But I talk to them about something bigger than just the church, the four walls of this church. I talk to them about the kingdom of God. And you've got to extend, if you want to win more people, you've got to learn how to extend the borders of how to speak to them. I hate that, but they, st oh. you got them in this city, standing on the corner, waving a Bible and shouting at cars, oh, yeah, anyway, we're not going there, God bless them.
Closing, what borders in your life and ministry do you need to enlarge tonight? Last one, please. Right, that last PowerPoint, please. Before we go any further, if you've never given your life to Jesus, if you never opened up your heart, the borders of your heart, the borders of your life, they're closed. But Jesus wants to come into your life and your heart. You might say, well, I want a better living. I want a better life. Well, only Christ has the key to a better life. But unless you open up the borders of your heart, he won't come in. I had to pay the sacrifice of pride and get over myself and, and, and humble myself. And Okay, Jesus, I believe that I'm a sinner and I need you in my life. And when I opened my life to Christ 31 years, 30 years ago, he changed me. He has enlarged my borders. He's blessed me. And tonight, I want to give an invitation to anyone here tonight. If you haven't opened the borders of your heart to Jesus, you're not living the life he called you. Your life's empty. You need him. You need him. You know you need him. You need him. So, this is how it happens. I like to lead you in a very quick prayer. I prayed this prayer 30 years ago, asking Jesus into my life. Only a simple prayer. It took a few seconds, actually. And that prayer has changed my life. Made me the man I am today. Connected me to the living God. I would love to pray that prayer with you. And if you'd like me to pray that prayer with you, you need to indicate to me. Just lift your hand and say, yeah, would you pray that prayer for me, Pastor? It's a prayer where you ask God to come into your life. You just need to repeat the words I say. It's a very simple prayer. Is anybody here tonight? I need to open the borders of my heart. Now, listen, he won't come into your life unless you call him on. Has anyone not been on a Mariah here? Not been on a Mariah? Okay. So most of you know, when you go onto a marae, you don't just walk on. You stand at the gate and you receive a karanga. You're called on because you're money here. You're a visitor. But when you're called on, then you become tangata whenua. You become part of the people. And so it was God with, with Jesus. He will not just walk onto the marae of your life, your heart. He will not just walk into your life. Don't expect him just to walk in. You've got to call him on. You've got to call him on. You've got to show him some honor, some mana. So no my harimai. So how many here tonight? Says, Pastor, every head is bowed, please. Every eye is closed. Every head is bowed. Every eye is closed. Jesus is knocking on the door of your heart. He wants you to open the borders of your heart, your life, and ask him to come in. If that's you, you say, I want to pray that prayer, Pastor Norm. Just put your hand up right now. You don't have to come down the front or anything. Just put your hand up right now. Just indicate to me, I want to pray that prayer. I want to... Maybe you once had Jesus in your life, but you're backslidden. You're backslidden. You know you're not where you should be with God. Just lift your hand up right now. Just lift it up right. God bless you. I see your hand, honey. Anybody else? Just lift your hand. God bless you, sir, back there. God bless you, honey. See you back there. Anybody else? Just lift your hand. This is one of the most important parts of the night tonight. Anyone else here? Just lift your hand. You can put it down again. Anybody else? Just lift your hand. Anybody else here? I know your heart's beating a bit faster and your hands are getting a bit clammy right now. and It's, it's God just on you. And you know this is something you should do. Don't let your mind talk you out of it. Listen to your heart. Christianity is a heart religion, not a head religion. Listen to your heart. Do what you know in your heart you need to do. And pay the sacrifice. Get over yourself. Step over it. Come on. Anyone else? I'm going to count to three. They're going to close the call. One, two, three. God bless you, darling. Those of you who raised your hand, would you pray this prayer with me? Let's all pray it together. But those of you who raise your hands, speak these words out. Don't be ashamed. Get over the borders of fakama or anxiety or fear and say it loudly. Say these words. Lord Jesus Christ, I call you on within the borders of my heart. Forgive me, God, and wash me with your blood. For I have sinned 
I've chosen another path. But I come back to you. Would you receive me? And right now I know Jesus and he's receiving you. And right now he's lifting that heavy tightness off your back. Right now he's lifting that tightness around your head. Right now he's taking that anxiety out of your spirit. Right now he's clothing you with his righteousness by his blood. Keep praying now. Say this, Lord Jesus, breathe your spirit into me. No my harimai te tapu. Welcome Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. Do you know that song? It's an old one. I'm an ancient one. Holy Spirit, welcome, welcome, welcome. Those of you who prayed that prayer, before you leave this place, God bless you. God bless you. Before you leave, one of these ushers will be at the back. and They want to give you an information pack to help you on your hikoi. See, what you did tonight, you took the first step of a journey. Christianity is a journey, not a sprint. It's a journey. And, and, and we're here to help offer you, encourage you on your journey. You need somebody to help you on this road. It's not an easy road. And so there'll be people in this house. They want to connect to you, give you some information to show you how to walk this journey and how to stay on the path. So please don't leave without seeing them. I'm, I'm sure they saw your hand when it went up. God bless. Give those ones a hand. That, that prayed that prayer, eh? God bless you. Too much. Okay. Okay. Right, now, activating, applying what we've heard tonight. How many know that God spoke to them through this message that there are spiritual borders that they need to extend? How many know? Okay, yeah. And and have you identified the sacrifice? Have you identified, if you put your hand up, if you've identified the price you're going to have to pay to extend that border? That's good. This is intelligent. This is intelligence. This is using our mind and our spirit. Yeah? It's good. We'll get somewhere. The church grows up and matures up. We put away childish things and start walking with the intelligence God gave us in the spirit. We're going to do some great things for God. Amen. How many of you know that in your marriage there are boundaries, there are borders that God's called you to extend in, in marriage? Anybody here? One or two? What about in your family life, parenting and with your children? How many have felt God spoke to you about your family that you could extend the borders and bring more of his blessing? Anyone here? That's good. And have you identified the sacrifice? What is the price you have to pay to go further? Uh, What about in your workplace? How many have established that? See, in my workplace, I was a louse. I would go late and finish. I would go to work late and finish early. I would make a mess of the sheep. When I got saved, I went early and clocked off late. I made a good job of every sheep I did. I served my boss as if I was serving Jesus. And I lived in the freezer, worked in the freezing works for 13 years. I wanted to go to Bible school. I said, God, get me out of, out of these na- nasty sinners. He says, this is your Bible school. <laughs> your light shines the brightest in the darkest place. You're not going to go shine with those fellas. They're already bright. And so I stayed there for 13 years. And I gave my best. It was my Bible school. I learned how to love God, how to love people, how to be real, how to break through. And, and, see, and, and so how many has God shown you you, you can extend the borders uh, of God's kingdom in your workplace? That, that there's some sacrifice you need to make. To, and, Okay, awesome, awesome. And in ministry, in your ministry in the house, how many has God shown that 
you can extend the border of your ministry. I mean, if you're not giving your best, if you're not doing it with joy, well, obviously, you know, God doesn't want your service. When we serve God, He says, you know, do it with all your heart as unto me, not unto Pastor Mike or the, or the, or the leader of the church. Do it as unto me. And that's the border. You know, the sacrifices, you do it as unto the Lord. And, and, and whether you're cleaning the toilets in the church or whether you're uh, at the prayer meeting or whether you're whatever ministry you're in, you do it with joy because you're doing it. For, I mean, it's awesome. It's an honor. It's a privilege. You're not everybody gets this, this, this mana. It's awesome to work in the house of God. So if God has shown you that you can extend the borders and give a greater service to his house, then <clears throat> here's how, you, how, how do you apply it. Here's how you apply it. Psalm 110.3. Thy people will be willing in the day of thy power. Womb of the morning, dew of the youth. It's not just about the young people, but it's about us. Thy, my people will be willing in the day of my power. Would you say willing? Power. Okay, here's how it works. <clears throat> I've discovered that God's power is always waiting for me. When I prayed for that blind man, God's power was already there. But it was when I was willing to activate my faith, to make the sacrifice. When I was willing, I stepped into the power. The power for you to go over your border is activated when you're willing to move. Willing to move. That's how it goes. Thy people will be willing in the day of thy power. The power is activated if you're willing. The lady with AIDS, the power to heal her was sitting there waiting. Until I, but until I was winning, willing to pray for her, nothing happened. I pray for so many people, marriages, families. And it's because I have been willing, God's power has been waiting there for me. Some of you are waiting for a miracle. And you're praying for a miracle. But you've got to activate your faith. Faith is an action. Now you've got to do whatever you've got to do. Pay the price and be willing and step out into that. And you'll find the power of God will meet you. It's incredible how it works. And so, uh, and so closing with this, praying for you now. I don't know how it's going to work. Oh. Um, I guess you could come forward in a minute and come before the presence of God and uh, get a download from Him. You've heard the Word of God, the prophetic Word, but the reward of a prophetic Word is in the application, not the hearing of it. So you need to come forward now and I guess commune with God and make a covenant with God, connect with God. Let Him show you the strategy. Or maybe you need to want to come forward and repent and, and afresh. You know, there's something about coming forward. And, and it's, it's, it's like a, an activating a willingness. Lord, I'm, this is a defining moment for me tonight. I am going to extend the borders of the kingdom in this area of my life. And if we do that, the whole church is going to go to another level. Immediately. Immediately. Uh, I'll close with Pastor Mike's ministry is needed to lift the darkness of this nation. And why isn't he on TV in this nation when he's on TV in other nations? I'll tell you why. Because a prophet is not honored in his own nation or his own town. And there are great men and women of God in this nation that God is using around the world. But when they come back to Aotearoa, oh, it's just what's this handle. And so I'm teaching our church that only happens in a church, in a people, in a town where the people dishonor the, 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 the gift of God. And I've taught our people to, to not honor me as a person well you honor me as a person honor the function God gave me and they do they do and, and they, they so much honor sometimes it's embarrassing but that's good because 
Honor is what releases the miraculous. They dishonored Jesus at Nazareth. They said, oh, he's just the carpenter's boy. So Jesus goes to Capernaum and he opens the blind eyes. He raises the dead because they honored him. Do you want to see a greater opening of the heavens over Hastings? Through this house and through this man's ministry? Because as he succeeds, you're going to succeed. As his ministry enlarges, your ministry will enlarge and the church will enlarge. Well, why isn't he on TV? I just put it out there. Why don't you look at getting him onto TV? Maybe once, one, one day a week or two days a week. It's not that expensive and it's not that hard. It's more work for Pastor Mike. I don't know if you'll thank, I don't know if you'll thank me for this. But, but no, honor is something that's done. It's a, a, that would not just honor this man, but allow his ministry to lift the darkness in this nation. Because this nation needs this sort of ministry. There's no one else in this nation with a ministry like this guy. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know what you've got. You need to get out a bit more. You need to get out of the house a bit more and look around. So <clears throat> operate in the opposite spirit, not dishonor, but honor. And when you honor the gifts of God in the house, you're honoring God, and God will smile. Amen. There's a lot of stuff done tonight. Sorry, I've taken longer than I normally do, but uh, you don't get me every day, every Sunday. And, um, and I'm here on a mission. I've got to do something. That was my last delivery. It was prophetic instruction. And now this is a fun time. People go flying through the air. It's <laughs> easy. But if you're sick, I'd like to pray for you right now. You don't need to come forward. Just put your hand on your head, your, your heart. Wherever the sickness is in your body, just put your hand there right now. Get the sickness out of the way now. And then we're going to come forward for those who want to rededicate themselves to the kingdom of God. Amen? Hmm? So if you're sick, put your hand wherever the sickness is. If it's in a private place, obviously, just, just stick it on your heart instead. <laughs> One of my boys, he, he says, you know, laying hands on the sick pastor, I says, yeah. He says, I was praying for a fellow the other day, and one of his testicles had swollen up to the size of a football. And he says, Pastor, I don't know what to do. I don't want to put my head there. So what did you do? I said, well, I just obeyed what the word of God said. I put my hand there. I, said, I laughed. I, I said, what happened? He said, it just sh- shrunk in his hand. <laughs> Willing. Power. But I'm not advocating that. I'm not advocating this. That's not the point I'm trying to make. I said, bro, you don't have to put it literally there. But he was willing. And the power broke through. Here's a guy that came to church stoned, actually. Old Zach. <laughs> He's now working in mental health, helping set people free. Not just praying for them, but helping set them free. Anyway, um, so you got your hand on your sickness. Those of you who have got, just, just, just stand. Those of you who need the healing, just stand. Those of you who need healing in your body, just stand. Thank you, Jesus. Green Father, I just bring you to remembrance of your covenant. Jehovah Rapha, I'm the Lord that healeth thee. Father, I thank you that your covenant is irrevocable if we walk in alignment with you irrevocable and so by the cutting of your flesh and the shedding of your blood Lord by your covenant you have stated Father that that which belongs to the greater now belongs also to the lesser and the righteousness of you the greater now belongs to us the lesser and Father there's a transfer of that which belongs to you now belongs to us and Lord that means that the health and the life of the greater now belongs to the lesser that the life and the health of the greater now becomes the health and the life of us the lesser Lord there's no huffing no puffing there's no striving for this 
This is something you have done. This is something you have already done. And so now breathe, Holy Spirit. Breathe upon these, your children. Mm. And allow the life of heaven to flow through these bodies, these sinews, these muscles, these discs, these vertebrae, through these internal organs, through the eardrum, through the sinal passages, through the eyes, through the ears, through the brain cells. Let every swelling dissipate now. Let the fire of your healing presence flow now. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over every spirit of infirmity, every curse. I take authority over you here on the earth and declare you are already bound by our King in heaven. And you have no authority in heaven, therefore on the earth we nullify and disqualify your authority over these redeemed, blood-bought, covenant sons and daughters of God. You had to pass over when you saw the blood, Satan, because you saw the covenant. Because you see the blood of the covenant in this room tonight, you have to pass over. You've come by default. Now leave in Jesus' name. I rebuke you. Come out in Jesus' name. Loose them in the name of Jesus. Sickness, deafness, cancer, death. Leave in Jesus' name. Makutu. Leave in Jesus' name. Darkness, depression, suicide, murder. Leave in Jesus' name. And cleanliness. Leave in Jesus' name. Leave in Jesus. As I'm speaking, some of you are feeling stuff lifting off your body. This is not new to you. Your pastor does this all the time. I want you to just put your hand on your tummy now, everybody. Put your hand on your puku, on your stomach. I want you to take three deep breaths. One, breathe in the presence of God. Breathe in your healing. Two, breathe in the presence. Breathe in the healing. Last one. Three, Be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. The headache just left, but it was connected to pressure on your spinal cord. That ear infection's clearing up. You find lumps dissolving. Mm -hmm. Move your body. Do what you couldn't do before. Move your body. If there was pain in your back, if you couldn't twist your back, just do it. Find it's gone. Your knees. Your, oh, there. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Uh, people, some, the ones who've got pain in your knees, just, just move. Just bend up and down. Just bend up and down right now. There, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Strength has come back into your knees and, and um, ankles. Ankle. Just stand on your toes. Those had pain in your ankles. There's a weakness. So just stand on your toes. There's strength in there right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. It's strength. It's there right now. See, your willingness reactivates the power. It's simple. Willingness activates power. It's territory you get God deeded to you. Some of you feel, well, I don't feel any better, Pastor. Well, just believe that you're healed. One thing God can't do, he can't lie. And he says, when we pray for the sick, they recover. He said, but you got to lay hands on me. Nah, you laid your hands on yourself. You're a believer. And uh, if you really need people to lay hands on you, there's others in the house. I've, I've got to pray for other things. Those of you who need to make the sacrifice of extending the border, get out of your seat. Come on down the front now and do some business with God. No, my heart in my Come now. Pastor Mike, anything you would like to do? Add. Come on down. Come on down. Remember that wind that was here? This morning. This morning. It seems like we've been here all day. That wind that was here, it's still here still here. Wind of destiny is in the house. The wind of destiny blows across the land. 
I want to speak to Tangata Whenua first. Tangata Whenua. Tihei Maurira. Do you know what brought our forefathers to Aotearoa? What was it that brought the waka from Hawaii? I've seen what it was. It wasn't just some expedition made through the wisdom of the understanding of the stars of our tipuna. It was more than that. What was it that brought our tipuna to Aotearoa? This is what it was. I've stood on the shores of this nation and I felt what it was. And the wind blew across me. And the wind of destiny. And it was the wind of destiny that brought our forefathers here. It was the wind of his destiny that filled the sails of that walker. It was in their hearts. And they knew they were going to a land where they had not been before. Like Abraham. They were going to a place they had never seen or known before. And the wind of destiny brought them to Aotearoa. And they landed here many, many years ago. And we did know Ihoa who is Jehovah. We didn't know the living God, but we did not know His Son. And then God sent His Son. And He is the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father, but through the Son. But then the enemy seeded the gospel with colonialism and injustice and put a bit of taste in the mouth of Tangata Whenua toward the gospel of Jesus Christ. But Jesus is my plan for my people has always been for good, not for evil. And you must look beyond the injustice of colonialism. You must look beyond the injustices of Utu, of the Iwi. You must look beyond what has separated us. For you must come under the true King Itanga, Ihu Karaiti, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And Maori culture must submit to heaven's culture. For first came heaven and then the earth. And when we bring alignment back, into our hearts, our hapu, our iwi, then there will come a line back. It is not the treaty that you need to concern yourself with, says the Lord. For it is the treaty of my son that I wrote in blood, that I will be your God and you would be my people. It is the treaty that you, my people, have broken. It is not the treaty the Pakeha has broken with you. It is a treaty my people have broken with me, written in the blood of my son that is fresh today as it was at Calvary. And as my people will come back and covenant with me and come back in alignment with my covenant, my kawanata, you will find the reconciliation, the kotahitanga that no iwi can find outside of ihu. You will find this. Therefore, sons and daughters of the forefathers of Aotearoa, sons and daughters, hear what the Spirit is saying to us. Hear what He is saying to you. I can't give you what you've come for, obviously. Okay. I can lay my hands on you and touch you, but it's not what I do that gets you. you know, it's not an impartation. It's your obedience that gives to you. You walk into it. It's something you do. I'd love to lay hands on you as I, as I pass you. I'm just going to do that. And I'm not going to waste time. I'm going to stay there for hours and prophesy every single person because we'll be here to two in the morning. I'm just going to touch you. You know why? It only takes a touch. You know, it only takes a touch. For whatever it is God wants me to impart to you, silver and gold have I none, but what I have, that's all I'll release. And, um, you know, electricity, you only have to touch it and you get it, okay? So I don't have to lay hands out. So 
for some of you, I'm speaking to you on purpose like this because you are conditioned to stand in there and waiting so many seconds to, oh, there, here it comes. Oh, there, oh, yeah. Now I'm beginning to shake. I rattle and roll. Oh, there. Oh, ha, 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 ha. You know, let's get out of that buzz. Familiar. Comfortable. Pastor, you just touch. You should lift your, I just started starting to feel the power. Pay the sacrifice, grow up and move on. Take it by faith. It's not by feelings. It's, it's by bang. You got it. So my God, have I none? Boomba, boomba, boomba. Okay. So, so I, I just you know, helping some people move out of the parameters and the borders of the old holy roller thing, and I'm not putting it down. So there's a season for that. Man, we got we got to move. How's that, Pastor Mike? Is that okay? Not being too brash. <laughs> Pray for your pastors first. Pastor Mike and Joy, would you come up here? Pastor Jess, would you come up here, honey? Mm. Thanks for bringing us up, buddy. (laughs) These guys are comrades in arms, and they come up to our church, and they're just so so loved and blessed. Actually, Pastor David's up there preaching probably right now in our night service to our youth. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we've got a connection on the coast. There's a connection going on here. And so, you know, we're whānau. There's we're probably more brown faces up there than down here. But anyway, you know, you're all still whānau, eh? So you're welcome to come up any time and check us out. And uh, we'll find a place for you, show you a good time. And So it's so good to be with, you, with your pastors. Hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. I don't know why I can give this man. I mean, he, he's a legend. Uh, he is. He's a father in the faith. He's been going, he's been going decades more than me. You know? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> but and that's, I'm trying, yeah, he, he's a man of honor, and, and I'm so privileged to be here. <sighs> Thank you, God. Threefold cord is not easily broken. Not easily broken. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The outer court, the holy place, and the holy of holies. For you have journeyed in your life from the outer courts. And you have put down your, your plow. You have broken up the fellow ground. You have plowed up the broken ground. And you have built an outer court for my people. You have brought them into some of the confines of what I have for them. And, and you have built the holy place in their hearts and their lives. But you know there's more. There's more. There's more. Now bringing you into that place, you know, of the holy of holies. The presence, the manifest presence. In, in, in a way that you've not known. For when the priest went into the manifest presence, to the Holy of Holies, he then came out and spoke to the people. He had a message that the people heard because it came straight from heaven. And God has taken you on this journey. Threefold cord, not easily broken. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The outer court, the holy place, and the Holy of Holies. And in this Holy of Holies, there's a lonely place and a quiet place. And he went in alone to be with God. And this is the sacrifice that has been paid. The loneliness. Many friends, but in this place, the sacrifice is you and God. But light is enveloping the darkness and joy is overflowing. And God, your God, your covenant God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is unfolding the destiny and the plan ordained for this church, for this nation, through you both. Through you both. 
Now, this is me speaking, not God. But on behalf of God, I want to say, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. Well done. Well done. You have inspired us. You have blessed us. You have honored us. And that which God has done through you to us, may it be returned back to you. 30, 60, 100. I pray. I pray. I pray now. So of God have I none, but what I have of God to impart. For you in the next stage of this house, this destiny, I pray it be released now, Jesus. Release it to them. Release it to them. of the Almighty rests on your shoulders. The kurua is a Maori cloak, the chieftain's cloak. The kurua of his mana is on you. That's why Tangata Whenua recognize you. Not just Tangata Whenua, but the indigenous people of the nations of the earth recognize you because there is something on you that God put. For you will not just reach this nation. They are the indigenous people of the nations of the earth that call out, call out, and it is I, God says, I have placed upon you a mantle, a kūrua of honor and mana that they recognize on you and open their hearts to you. New nations are about to open before you. The dawning of a new day is about to break forth. Amen. Amen. Pastors better come up quickly. All the other pastors, quickly, quickly, stand up along here. God is a God of order. We like to do things in order. First the head, then the body. Those are pastors, leaders. Come on up, quick, quick, quick. All the leaders. Namai, Hari Mai. You might be at the back if you're a leader, pastor, or a leader in the house. Just come up quickly. Just stand in a line. Just stand. Stand us you know, next to one another in a straight line. I'm just got to come along very quickly and lay hands on you. Bless you. Oh, you can stand up. Oh, they won't fall over. <laughs> I thought you had more pastors. Different. Oh, uh, yeah, China and in, in Pakistan, <laughs> Gisborne. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You've already started. It has begun. It has begun. So when God have none, but what I have in the name of Jesus, I give it unto you. I give unto you. Thank you, Jesus. So when God have none, but what I have in the name of Jesus, I give unto you. So when God have none, but what I have, I give unto you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Woo! Okay, leaders, leaders. Are there other leaders up here? Just come on up here. Leaders. Namai, Harimai, quickly. Leaders. Leaders, youth leaders, children's leaders. Heaps of you. 
Hold your right hand up. God puts a sword in your hand. Oh, I said God puts a sword in your hand. The Word of God, the, the ministry of the Spirit. Hold your other hand up. That's your ministry. That is what you're helping build this house with. Your life, your attitude, your ministry. Like the days of Nehemiah. A sword in one hand and a trowel in the other. You're called to fight off the enemy at the same time. Build what God has called you to build. And some of you say, but the pressure is too great. I want to tell you, this is the war cry. You will cry back. When the pressure gets too great, when it feels like the, uh, the, the demonic powers are oversurmounting, when it feels like the tension is too great for you, here is your war cry. This is what you will say. You ready to hear it? You will say this. I was born for this pressure. I was born for this pressure. For you are a king. You are a, your spirit is a warrior spirit. Your spirit is a ministering spirit. Your spirit is a worshipping spirit. And from your spirit you will say, oh, I was born for this pressure. I am a king and I was born for this pressure. Accept it. That is your sacrifice that keeps you in the borders that God has called you to extend that keeps you out of the realm of the familiar, out of the realm of the comfortable. Don't shrink back. You were born for this pressure. You were born to live on the edge. <laughs> You're going to get this in your spirit because this is, anyway, it's a spiritual battle we're fighting. You know that. Amen. Amen. So, my God, have I known but what I have in the name of Jesus. 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 Sorry, catches. What I have. 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 What I have, what I have, what I have, what I have in the name of Jesus. What I have, 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 what I have. What I have, what I have. What I have, 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 what I have. Got everybody? Born for this pressure. I was born for this pressure. I was born for this battle. You're a kings. Kings are born for war. Kings are born for war. Warriors are born to fight. You have a warrior spirit. You have a different spirit from the rest. You have the Caleb spirit on you. You have the Joshua anointing on you. You have it. You have it. You're not going to get it. You've got it. God gave it to you long before tonight. Just awakening your spirit to what you possess. You've gone over the border. You're paying a price. You're activating the power by your willingness. Amen. You're going to have an amazing day tomorrow. <laughs> awesome, guys. That's awesome. Oh, well.
So people want prayer. Would you just stand up in straight lines, please? And so ushers, I'm going to go very fast along there. So if you feel like you're going to fall over, here's the, here's the deal. If you feel like you're going to fall over, just get down on your knee, okay? Just get down on your knee. No, there's no glory points for falling backwards. And uh, Just get down on your knee, okay? If you feel like you're going to fall over, just get down there. Help, help the ushers out. <laughs> yeah. Just practical, eh? Silver and gold, silver and gold, silver and gold, silver and gold. What I have, 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 what I have. What I have, 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 what I have. The clouds will lift, the sun will shine, the doors will open. for your life and bless the dreams that you have that they may become reality in your time Jesus Yeah, just raise your hand so I know I haven't prayed, but just lift your hand. What I have, sweetheart. What I have, sweetheart. What I have, brother. What I have. What I have. What I have, honey. What I have, sweetheart. What I have, honey. What I have. What I have. 
what I have. Anyone else that hasn't been prayed for, want to touch? Anyone else? Last but not least. <laughs> oh, what I have, what I have, what I have, what I have. Use the gifts that God has placed within your life. Upskill, upskill, upskill. Position your life, position yourself with the gifts I've given you, and I will shoot you forth as an arrow into the place that I've ordained of you. What I have, what I have. Dreams that you've never had before will come to you in the spirit. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you ask or think. Condemnation lifts off you. For if my heart, your heart condemns you not, you have confidence before. Thank you.